Audio level full volume. It's go time. Broadcasting from the most powerful city in the world. The world. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen. Welcome to the Power Table. The Power Table. With Teresa Marie in the LBD. Right now. Teresa Marie, we are back with another exciting edition of the Power Table, and I like what we got going on today. Yeah, so today we are talking to Brian Mitchell. You know I'm enjoying this one because I'm That's my brother. That's my fan. What up, Monica? (laughs) I'm a true Washington football fan, so we're going to talk to him about everything that's going on in Major League Sports right now during the COVID-19. Yeah, and we're also going to talk about the name change Mm. for the Washington team. Yes. Because, you know, we want to respect it. We don't want to say the names anymore, so everything is changing. And everything that has to do with Brian Mitchell, what not— like, why is he not in the Hall of well, Fame? You know what? I don't, I don't know what's up with that, but we need to find out what's going on with that. I don't like that. So here's our exclusive interview with the legendary number 30, Brian, Brian Mitchell. Mitchell. The Power Table. Hi, Brian. How you doing? I'm good. How about yourself, sir? I'm doing well. So you were out playing golf, huh? Yes, I was. More than football. More than football. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the question of the day that everybody is asking, Brian, is that the Washington team's name change. And as a, as this podcast is recording, there is news coming out that there is going to be a name change imminent within the next few days. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I expected them to do it soon because uh, Ron Rivera has stated that he wanted it to be done before the season starts to try not have that uh, distraction for the players because, you know, if uh, it doesn't change every day, someone's going to be putting a mic or a camera in one of the players' faces, and uh, they won't be focusing a lot on football. So um, I, I kind of felt it was time. Uh, we look at the climate right now, and things are changing. And then once they decide, uh, when they came out and said they were going to go in and uh, discuss it seriously, I figured uh, they had decided at that point to make a name change. I think that's awesome because it's also a way for them to protect the team, right? Because they want them to focus on the game. We're already dealing with COVID-19. How do you think that the team will be able to work through this pandemic and still pull off a winning season? Well, see, that's the whole thing. Is like right now, that, that, that's been the distraction because they haven't even been together as a full team. You know, uh, Ron hasn't seen all of his players. He hasn't been able to work with them. So that's the ultimate distraction right there. But he had the experience of going through a stoppage early on when he went to uh, Carolina, and he was able to get that team ready. So he has that advantage. And to have the name change on top of it would be uh, uh, too much. And I feel that, you know, if they can get all that focus and just begin to get the players focusing on football, mm-hmm. um, I believe that the problem with the team before was they weren't being held accountable. Uh, they weren't uh, making adjustments. They weren't getting the best out of players. And I expect this coaching staff to do that. I think Ron Rivera has proven what he can do uh, being over in Carolina. Also, Jack Del Rio, the things he's had happen when he played when he was defensive coordinator. So if we can just get the best out of the players that we have on this team, I expect them to have a better season. Hopefully you're right because I'm, I'm a lifelong <laughs> fan. But with the name change in itself, uh, you know, Dan Snyder has been adamant about he wasn't going to change the name. I guess he got pressured into it. What is the thought process into what type of name should the team have? What What is it? Well, I know, are we getting away from uh, the heritage uh, motif, or are we going to go somewhere in which there is something that is less controversial? Well, I think it's not going to be controversial for sure. I think they're going to get away from that. At first they said they wanted to do something to uh, 
you know, honor the military and the American, uh, uh, the Native Americans. But I think now, since you had a lot of these, I think 12 groups sent letters that they are, they don't want to be used as mascots and things like that. I don't believe that they're going to go along with the uh, Native American uh, heritage type of thing. Uh, you've been hearing different things, warriors, you've been hearing red wolves. Red wolves, uh, red, red tails. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it's going to be. You know, uh, my daughter called me today and asked me about the red wolves because she says they did some type of poll and that one got more than anything else. I've been hearing this talk of the red wolves being from that area. You know, uh, so you can understand that. I think people, uh, whatever name comes up, nobody's going to be happy right now. Right. Because it's not the name that it's always been. Mm-hmm. But I think ultimately what happens, if the team changes his name and they start winning, they could be the, 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 the pink tulips. You know, <laughs> if they're winning, people are going to start supporting it. And I think that's the right. whole thing about it. They can't necessarily worry about what the name is. Just whatever the name is, they have to have, the, the team has to go out there and show that, that pride and honor and respect. Winning changes everything. I was going there to ask, go. Brian, like, because how, even in high school, you know, college, there's mascot names, there's team names, you know, how attached, really, realistically, I'm not a football team, I've never played, right? How uh-huh. realistic is the team attached to the name? Uh, you know, well, you're attached to the name because it's the name that's on your check. Right. It's the name that's, that, that gave you the scholarship. Right. It's the name that you go to in high school. But ultimately, you're not playing for the name. Right. You're playing for the, the, the actual team. You're playing for the pride. You're playing for, you know, honor, respect of your family, your friends, the people that are cheering for you. You know, as I said, the whole time we played when I was in Washington, I don't think one time we ever decided that we got to go out and play for the name. You know, right. yeah, we played for the name and we supported the name because, it, you know, it was the name that we ended up playing for. But you go out there and you play for self-respect first, self-pride, yes. mm-hmm. you know, family pride. And in an organization and then fans, you play for those people. And I think a lot of fans were saying, well, if they change the name, I'm not going to be a fan. I, well, you weren't a fan before because if you were truly a fan, you're right. a fan of, of the names because – Every time you see somebody buy a jersey, I don't think they put the uh, the name of the team on the back of the jersey. Right, exactly. They put somebody's name, the person that they actually cheer for, the uh, the one that made them become a fan. That thing happens all the time. Right. Yeah. And we're Team Mitchell, no doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I want to change gears a little bit, man. Uh, we are in a pandemic, which is going to uh, well, has already have affected major league sports. Uh, major League Baseball mm-hmm. has already uh, started some – training, I guess, if you will, in Florida, and the NBA is supposed to go down in Florida, which is an epicenter. I want to know your thoughts as a former athlete of trying to perform in that type of environment and moving uh, a league to where there's essentially an epicenter of the actual disease. What are your thoughts? Well, I think what they're doing, they're they're trying to form a bubble. And I think the thing that troubles them the most is this. You know, if if everybody goes down there and they've they've done all of their fumigations and and uh, uh, you know take all of the sanitizing and all that stuff, they've done everything they could where they're at. But can you keep it that sanitized once everybody comes back? Right. Can they make sure that the people that are coming in and outside the bubble are going to be okay? You know, that that's the thing that uh, troubles me. The players are supposed to be in the bubble and don't leave. But I don't know if the rest of the people that are going in and out, you're going to support that. Then on top of it, can you trust all the players yeah. to not do anything? Yeah. You know, and if I were playing, you know, listen, 
I'll be honest, man. When you get out on the football field, basketball court, whatever, you don't think about nothing but what you're doing. And if if they can, and I think the league would have to show me that they're doing everything humanly possible to to protect me. And if they're doing that, and they can show me that, then I'll be okay. Because now I have to protect. Now everybody individually has to protect yourself anyway. Right. And if you're not doing, if you're just gonna trust in the team or the league, you fool. I can say that. Right. You better start doing some stuff for yourself. And if you see somebody, you know, people always talk about don't snitch. If I see somebody that's gonna be breaking this, you know, breaking, making the making the bubble not as safe as it should be, you talk about that. This life and death. Yes, this is not a situation of where, you know, you're going to get in a little trouble. This is life and death. And if I have to protect myself and the people around me, I'll let somebody know this dude's not doing the hell he's supposed to be doing. We know you're going to speak up, just like you do on your show. Tell everybody about your show, Brian. Uh, 12 to 3 uh, on uh, Team 980 and uh, 95.9. I'm uh, me and myself, myself and Scott uh, Lynn. We're on there. And like, like you're right, we bring it. We try, to, we try to talk about topics. We talk about sports. And that's our job. But ultimately, sports is, impacts everything around us. And if it's going to be anything, whether it's racial or whatever, we're going to discuss it. A lot of people call in and get upset that we're talking about those things. But my, my thing is, if it, if it pertains to sports, which is black issues, white issues, any other type of issue, we're going to discuss it. If you don't like it, you can tune, turn to something else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, it's I've been going to speak to you a long time and get your opinion. How has Colin Kaepernick change the landscape of sports. I think Colin Kaepernick uh, should be getting a lot of credit for what's going on at this point. You yeah. know, a lot of players are upset with Roger Goodell for when he apologized, he didn't mention Colin Kaepernick's name. This guy started this in 2017. And, hell, I knew what he was talking about, and all of us knew what he was talking about. But you got this narrative from the president on down that he was disrespecting the flag. He was disrespecting the military. He wasn't disrespecting either one of those people. He was bringing attention to what you saw on film when George Floyd got killed. And no, George Floyd is not the only one. He just happened to be the one that everybody saw on camera. He just happened to be the one that people said, enough is enough and I'm fed up with it, and he went on. That's what Colin Kaepernick was trying to bring attention to. So, you know, you can call him what you want, but you have to say, the guy was ahead of everybody else in this time because this is what with, with, uh, people like Bobby Mitchell and uh, Jim, uh, Jim Brown and all those guys were fighting for back in the day. Muhammad Ali is right. the same thing that they were fighting for. And we look at this, what, 30, 40, 50 years later, yeah. where it's, it's about time that we, get, we, we stop it. And I think at this point when we have this uh, platform and we can't let this slip by us, we got to make sure that there's change not only in the way that they look at us but the, in policy to make sure that the policy changes up to where they don't have this thing to say, well, this is what the policy say. No, that policy has to be changed to where they're going to look at black people and, and, and minorities, just like they look at anybody else. Because I've noticed this. I look at stuff on the Internet all the time, and I see every time a, po- a black person is being arrested or a minority person being arrested, guns are drawn. But I'm watching uh, uh, white people fight with police officers. Guns are not drawn yet. So I don't understand that mindset, and we got to make sure we change that to make sure when somebody crosses that line, they are going to be penalized as well. Now, within the league, how can the league make amends to Colin Kaepernick? Just like you said, Roger Goodell didn't even say mention one word in his. He did not stance. say his name at all. So what 
is the league going to do? Because a lot of people are not believing the NFL right now. Like they're saying, okay, we're going to uh, sing the Black National Anthem before game one, and uh, we're going to do this. We're going to put some money towards this organization. But there's still not a lot of minority coaches in the pipeline. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, not a lot of minority ownership. In fact, there isn't any except for uh, Khan in, in Jacksonville. So what mm-hmm. is the league going to do at this point forward now that all this is being addressed and it's right in their face? Well, in the league, they, you have to hold them accountable. You got you to gotta make sure that they, they do the things they say that they're going to do. Once you put your uh, foot in your mouth, you, you reach out there and say, we're going to do this, then somebody has to be there to hold them to it. As far as Colin Kaepernick goes, I don't know if he's going to play again. I don't know if he really wants to play again. You know, if he wants to play, he should be given that opportunity to go out there and play. You know, I believe that because they they, they lost the case. I'm going to say they lost the case. This was they talking about they had a settlement. You don't settle unless you think you're going to lose. Right, right. Okay, so he received the money. I don't know how much money he received from them, but it was a collusion case. He got that. That was supposed to be uh, non-disclosed. I've heard anywhere from $80 million to $100 million. But if he still wants to play, you know, he should be given that opportunity just like anybody else out there. But Colin Kaepernick is doing things big things. He's doing more he's doing things bigger than what the NFL is doing right now. And I think he needs to continue forward with the things he was doing. If he decides that he wants to play, he needs to make that known publicly so he can get that opportunity. He's getting checks. He definitely just got he right. just oh, he, Disney. he just did something with Disney. Yeah. Yes, he did. He's getting paid big time. Yeah. yeah. The question that I do have, Brian, that I've been asking myself. Lord, Brian, sure. I wish you could see his face. He's rubbing his forehead. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he just, what is the question, <laughs> I, 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 let me Let me tell you. I've, I've been <laughs> he been a saying it since he got in the door, and I agree. Washington fan <laughs> for all my life. And I've watched you play, and I've watched you break statistics and records and yes, everything. Yes, yes. Why are you not in the Hall of Fame. Why? I wish I knew the answer to that question. I think it's uh, a lot of people in the media that vote for those type of things. I don't think they understand the importance of special teams. Right. You know, you get a, you get a lot of these uh, people that I think it's like 40 uh, writers around the country that get that, that decision to vote in and vote out. But a lot of them don't know anything about the people outside of the area. And then they don't, they don't, they don't, interview and talk to a lot of coaches who talk about the importance of special teams over and over again. And once that happens, I think we'll, some guys in special teams will start getting their respect. But at this point, I guess they feel that Morton Anderson, Ray Guy, and Jan Skinneru, these punters and kickers were the only people that deserve their respect. That needs to change. That's crazy. Like everything else, it needs to change. You're second to only Jerry Rice. Yeah, to Jerry Rice. Yardage. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, it's, it, it, like I said, I can't change that resume. It's there. So if they look at that resume and say no, then I think either they blind or stupid wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I am not mad at you on that. So, so on your show, you talk about everything that's sports and sports related, and you, and you bring. What is the hottest topic right now that everybody's talking about? Yeah. Uh, right now, it's a it's a name change. You know, yeah. the name change, and it's it's uh, whether or not sports are going to be back. You know, those things are ahead of everything at this point because, you know, everybody understands. I know sports get downplayed as if oh, it's not that serious. People should, but sports is a major part of people's lives. Yeah. You know, it's a major, major part of people's lives. They want to know if they can get that back. And then on top of it, then, then everything with the skins is about the name change. And I know a lot of people were super excited 
when they hired Ryan and when they made the draft picks and looking at what Dwayne and uh, and Terry McLaurin did last year. So that's major right now. Everybody wants to know where that where that's going to be and you know the opportunities. It, will we have fans in the stands? You know, and I think football is is the one sport that they care about the most. Yeah, college yes. football and the NFL leads all sports right now. Well, we appreciate it. No, I, I, oh, I you got, got one, more, one question? more question? Lord yeah. have mercy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Brian. Want to get up your Sunday? <laughs> but like I said, um, you know, do you think that sports will be played this year? I mean, there. I got two questions. One, one is, will you think it will be played this year? Number one, when all the stuff is going on, mm-hmm. do you think? that sports is a distraction to uh, a lot of the social issues that are going on right now. Because some people say if we get back to sports, we won't pay attention to all the real social issues that are going on because it may be a distraction for some folks. Yeah, it's a distraction. It definitely is. Just like with 9-11, you know, I I was talking to a military guy, a guy was a general, and he told me that, you know, you all have to play because that's the one thing that takes our minds off of the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, and things like that. So, yes, it's a major distraction. But then again, if you just say sports is a distraction, you're saying that you really don't care about the athletes because they need to be. You need to be concerned about them too. Right. You know, because I think they are just like anybody else. They can get. Uh, they can pick up this uh, this virus just like anybody else out there. But yeah. do I think sports are going to be played? I think they will. I don't know how much fans are going to be there, but I think if you give me live sports on TV right now, I'll take that over what I've been seeing because we look at hockey, you know, we look at like, like golf, golf is back. Uh, tennis is back. All those things are back. NASCAR is back, but people want to see basketball. They want to see baseball. They want to see hockey. They want to see football. And if you get those things live, I think that we can deal with it for a while without uh, sports actually, without fans actually being in the stands. But if they don't come back, it's going to be a major problem for a lot of people. Agree. Yes, I agree. Hey, we like once again, we really do appreciate I you do. coming, and taking your yes, time uh, to talk with us about. I-, I wanted to talk about a hobby of his that 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 most people may not know, but Brian Mitchell, because we're all families, you know, he likes to cook. You know, oh, yeah. I tasted your gumbo one day. I was filling in uh, in the midday, and I, I thought oh, okay. it was—I thought it was uh, superior. <laughs> and do, have you done any smoking on the grill this summer? I did. So I'm actually looking at your girl right now eating some chicken. I did I, I, tell my girlfriend. I said, "Hey." <laughs> Teresa said, "Hey, man." <laughs> Once again, we we really yeah. thank you. We really thank you for uh, taking the time out of your schedule uh, and uh, speaking with us. Uh, we appreciate your oh, true no perspective, Brian. Your honest opinion, and you give it to us. straight. Straight. Uh, we are certainly asking God to make sure that you get into the Hall of Fame because you deserve it. You earned it. 223 Indeed. games, more than 23,000 uh, all-purpose yards. I mean, who could put up numbers like that? Not many people. So you deserve that just reward. Indeed. Appreciate it. Indeed. No Indeed. worries. No much. worries. We the, appreciate you. The legendary Brian right. Mitchell. We thank you, my brother. All right. Y'all have a good one. All right, okay. Now. Hit us up on the gram. Follow the LBD on Instagram at the underscore LBD1. And Teresa Marie at I am Teresa Marie. Timeline. Timeline. Thank you for having a seat at the power table.